Welcome or welcome back to the Joy Loving Home podcast. Today on episode 165, we're going to talk about three steps you can take if you feel like you're working hard in your home, but you aren't seeing any progress. Stay tuned for that. A wise person once said, everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. Well, fish, quit trying to climb trees while getting advice from well-intentioned monkeys. It's time to jump in the water and learn how to swim with the current of your life. I'm Joy, a professional organizer, mom of four, and fellow fish brain. If you're looking for a place to get understanding, encouragement, and ideas for your home that actually fit how your brain thinks, then I'm glad you're here. Let's ditch the type A advice and embrace what makes our brains and our homes unique. Together, we can have a joy-loving home. I want to jump right in on this one today because there's just three things I want you to be rethinking. If you feel like you're constantly at your house, just you're decluttering, you're organizing, you're cleaning, you're doing all the things, you find yourself exhausted at the end of the day, and you have nothing to show for it. You're like, I... I know I'm working. These kids are making me crazy. This stuff is making me crazy. I'm seeing zero progress. What's wrong with me? I'm giving up. Like, (laughs) I want to pull you out of that. And I want you to slow down and think about trying these three things as a way of seeing the progress because it is probably happening, but it's not, it's not happening where you're looking. (laughs) Maybe, maybe that's the way to think about it. But anyway, let's just jump in. Step one. I want you to narrow your focus. So instead of trying all the things that have been advice from cleaning and organizing people in the past of, you know, on Mondays, do all your laundry. On Tuesdays, scrub the bathrooms. On Wednesdays, vacuum and dust. It makes you feel like you're constantly working, but you're not seeing anything as a whole get completed. You might have scrubbed every bathroom in your home and you plop yourself down on the couch because you're tired and you look around and you're sitting in a pile of mess and you feel like you've done nothing. So I want you to narrow the focus and I want you to just pick a room, maybe the one you're sitting in, (laughs) the one the family spends the most time in. And I want you to say, I am going to keep working on this room until I make it right. And you might be like, Joy, whoa, whoa, whoa. that means my bathrooms are going to get disgusting. We're going to have dog hair everywhere. There's no way I can give it. It's okay. I want you to focus your time in one spot because funny thing happens. (laughs) We will get disgusted enough to still scrub the bathroom when we must or somebody might be visiting and the vacuuming is going to happen. But we aren't going to see the progress until we just keep showing up in the same place and chipping away at the same place until it's done. I'm going to use the word done very lightly, but let's start by saying, look around the room you're sitting in and say, what is the actual purpose of this room? The actual purpose. And your first task is going to involve decluttering. And by decluttering, don't overthink it. I'm not asking you to evaluate every item and decide whether to keep it or sell it or all I'm saying is when you pick something up if it doesn't fit the purpose of the room take it elsewhere we're going to worry about elsewhere later (laughs) I know you're like wait does this really sound like good advice it does and I'll tell you why because if you keep chipping away at one space so it's all decluttered 
Nothing is in it that doesn't belong in it. All of a sudden, you're inspired to really scrub it down. Ceiling to floor, you're dusting, you're vacuuming, you're fluffing pillows, you're getting excited that you actually get to sort of decorate or play around with something that looks pretty because it's finally clean enough that you feel like you have the right to do finishing details like that. And then you actually are motivated to keep that room up while choosing to move your focus to the next room. Believe me, it's kind of that whole Dave Ramsey debt snowball thing. (laughs) Pick a small space, chip away at it until it's right, and then you have that energy for the next one. Give it a try. So step one is narrow your focus. Step two, start back at the beginning each time you work on it. And I know you're like, wait, wait. So if let's pretend this is this is your living room that you're working on. And you walk into the living room and on day one when you had some energy, you started by picking all the dog's toys up and putting them back in the dog bin. And then you started fluffing pillows and you folded blankets and you picked up the toys and then you ran the shoes back to the garage and you ran the and then you wake up the next morning and you're like Joyce said to focus on that room and you walk back in that room and you're like there's the dog toys and there's the blankets and the pillows and the toys and the and it feels a little defeating but I promise you even if it's one less item one of those things didn't make it back the next day So you start back, you have more experience, you have more practice at knowing where those same things go. You're going to start cataloging what keeps coming in here over and over and over again, even if I don't want it to. And maybe start asking yourself questions like, instead of fighting this, do I find a way for this to live in here the way I want it to? Maybe it's putting a basket near the door where the shoes get dropped. Maybe it's having a big basket where all the blankets get dropped so you're not constantly folding them just so. You will start noticing the things that you're picking up on repeat and it will start helping you understand how your family lives because we're not going to change your family. We're going to embrace your family (laughs) because I find it very interesting that we have conditioned ourselves to know that dishes start over every day, dirty clothes start over every day, but we have kids and their toys show up after picking them up and we're frustrated with them. You're living in your house. (laughs) You're not living in a museum. Your family is welcome in your house. It's not a show place. It's a living space. Enjoy it. Enjoy the people in your life and know that one day you're not going to be picking up for them and you're going to be missing them. So just start back at the beginning each time Remind yourself it's like dishes. Remind yourself it's like laundry. Remind yourself that you're happy to have people living in your home with you and start to notice the patterns. It will help you feel that progress because it really will be a little less and a little less each time until you start picking up things you hadn't touched the day before or the week before. Step one, narrow your focus. Step two, start back at the beginning each time you work on the space. And step three, pick one or the other of these to do. Or you can do both for double the benefit. But (laughs) if you can remind yourself, take a before picture when you walk in and take an after picture. Because we will not remember that we made progress. But the picture won't lie. Even if you have to play that like hidden what things have changed, what five differences are in these two pictures? (laughs) 
<laughs> because you might be like, there are days when I might take a before and after picture and I'm not even going to know the difference. There will be something that is the difference, even if you have to play, play that game with yourself. But the other big bonus that I'm saying, pick one or the other, so you can pick the before and after picture, or you can sit down if you have a planner and you can write your tackled list. If you haven't listened to any of my planner episodes, I think you have to go way back to something like episode 16. I didn't look before I started talking, but I believe in pending lists and tackled lists and tackled lists are where you write down the things that you did. So maybe you have to look at that before and after picture and write down, I got the toys all picked up. I got the shoes all put away. I got the pillows and blankets all resituated. I happened to dust today. I vacuumed today so that you will have record of the things that actually were being accomplished because you can't keep telling your brain, I did nothing today and feeling exhausted at the same time. I promise you, you're doing things. You're not allowing your brain the opportunity to catalog what you are getting done for yourself. And so you might have to write it down so that you are recognizing it. And the beauty of writing in that tackled list is if you walked into the room and you grabbed a pair of shoes and you walked to the door with them and you saw a return that had to go back today and you had no other options or your kids missed lunchbox and you had to drive it to school or whatever, write on your tackled list took kids lunch to school, did a return, because we will often get pulled away from that space we're trying to focus on. But it doesn't mean the work we did that day doesn't count. So give yourself the opportunity to get credit for it. All right, that's it. That's the three steps. Try those and see if they make a difference. Because I will tell you, in the membership group, we're working on a concentrated space and we did a work with me Wednesday together in a zoom call and we just we worked and we talked and my before and after surprised me a little <laughs> it's really nice to have that focused concentrated work and then to take a moment and see the difference anyway hope it helps hope you're having a great week and until next time continue to choose joy <laughs>